What's going on, millionaires? You're listening to the Million Dollar Mind Podcast, episode 111 on the Valley of Disappointment. Welcome back, millionaires. My name is Kai Speaks, and today we're going to be talking about the Valley of Disappointment and what that is and how to avoid it, right? But before we get into that, I definitely want to take this time out to tell you a little bit more about Patreon and how you can become an exclusive member of the Million Dollar Mind podcast community. And why would you even want to, right? Not only do you get early access to episodes, but you get exclusive bonus episodes on real estate and investing pro tips, but you also get free merch and resources like scripts, ebooks, merchandise, resources, all kinds of stuff. Right. Even my own book, Lead from the Front. So to learn more about Patreon, make sure you stick around or you can just visit the link in the show notes to become a member today. All right. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mind podcast, the number one passion and attraction podcast in the world. Thanks to each and every one of you. This is the only place for tips and tricks on identifying your passions and attracting opportunities. Right. To make a living while living your dreams, which is super important. Have you ever just assumed how easy a goal, a task, an accomplishment was just from looking at the person, right? You just look at the person like, man, they made that thing look super easy. That must be smooth. I could do that myself, right? These are all thoughts that we have, right? We, we look at the person that previously accomplished that goal and we think that we can easily accomplish that goal in the form of fashion that they have as well. Right. They made it look so easy that it even inspired us to you know, want to get into it as well. But one thing that we often miss, we often miss is the process. Right. What was the process like? What did that look like? Ask yourself that question. Man, I wonder what process they took. How did they get to that? Right. What was the work that it took to get, you know, what was the work in between the idea and the completion of the idea? What did that look like? Because we don't we don't see the obstacles, right? We rarely see the obstacles, especially if you're looking on social media. All you see is wins on social media. Not too many people show the losses. Not too many people show the failures. Even though the failures are good, right? Not too many people want you to see that. They just want you to see the win. So we, all, we, we don't really see the obstacles that the person had to jump. We don't know how many steps was required. And we damn sure don't know how long or how many tries it took before they got the result in the first place. Right. But I will say one thing. Knowing that is how you avoid the valley of disappointment. What is the valley of disappointment? Right. The valley of disappointment. And um, if I had a graph, I would plaster it right on the podcast. But this is an audio. So you really wouldn't even be able to see it anyway. But imagine my hands going uh, up this little slope. Right. This little not really a steep slope, but it's going at about a. 40 degree angle, 30 degree angle, right? It's going up, it's going up like this. So you got your Y axis, you got your X axis, and you have this slope that's kind of like going at a 40, let's say 45 degree angle right down the middle. That valley of disappointment is the difference between our expectations and what actually happens. So in between Our expectation of what we thought was going to be and what actually happens in that beginning phase. There's this valley of disappointment because we don't realize that it's not really a steady slope. 
but it's more compounding. It seems flat at first, and then it starts to curve like a J curve. It's a J curve. It's not this. It's not this straight line that is just slanting. It's not a straight line. It's a J curve. It shoots up. Right. For example, if you uh, put some water, or you take an ice cube and you put it in the freezer, and it starts at, you know, let's say, forty degrees. And you turn the dial down to 39 degrees, right? You, you, you made, you, you made an action. You did something, but you open up the refrigerator. It's still ice. So, okay. Okay. Let me adjust it again. You turn it down to 38 degrees. You come back an hour later. It's still ice. You did something. You clearly did something. You clearly walked to the freezer, opened it up, checked on the ice, and then turned the dial and made an adjustment. You clearly did that. But it's still ice. Why is it still ice? Right. Now you go back. Let's fast forward to 33 degrees. You finally get to 33 degrees. You notice that it's still ice. You get to 32 degrees. It's still ice. But you come back an hour later and you turn it down to 31 degrees. It's still ice. But that hour that you come back after changing it to 31 degrees, now you start to see it's water. It's not ice anymore. Oh, I just realized, y'all, I, I, I messed that all the way up. I, I was counting backwards from 40 when I should have just did 32 degrees uh, and was like going up because it's getting warmer. <laughs> y'all probably listening like, what are you talking about? Like 40 degrees is not ice, stupid. <laughs> I hope y'all didn't call me stupid because y'all know I'm not stupid. I just had a brain lapse. But for sake of the argument, you know what I'm saying, right? You know that I'm saying that you clearly did an action. But it wasn't until you got to that 33rd degree that you started to see it melt, right? That you start to see the conditions of this ice cube change, right? So for some of us, we can work out every single, we can work out, we have our schedule, we're working out six of the seven days a week. But maybe that, that, that threshold of result, right, isn't until that second week, that 12th day that we work out, we start to actually notice abs carving out or biceps forming, or a chest pecking out, right? But you can't be disappointed, right? We're only disappointed because we had this expectation, like the first day I go to the gym, I'm about to be swole. That's not true. You had to go from, you had to go from, you know, 28 degrees to now 33 degrees. That two week, that two week mark in this gym is like going back and putting it on that 33rd degree. Now you start to see the ice melt. Now you start to see the abs chiseled. So the point is, understanding, one, don't set expectations based off of what you see other people doing. Two, just start, just do the actions. Focus on the actions and not on the result. The result will come the more you focus on the actions. And knowing this is how you avoid the valley of disappointment. So now that we know what the valley of disappointment is, here are some action steps that we can take to avoid that valley of disappointment. First, assume there is a process. Right. Assume there is a process even before you figure it out. You see the result online, you see the result on social media and you think that that's something that you are willing to work for. Assume that there's a process that you have to figure out and actually start working out. Just assume that off rip. Trying to help you out. Don't get stuck in the valley of disappointment. 
assume there is a process. Once you assume there is a process, the next one is avoid measurements of time. Not saying that time and, you know, setting a goal and say, hey, you want to lose 20 pounds in three months. Not saying that that's not good. But once you set that, you already said it. No need to focus on the measurements of time anymore. No need to weigh yourself every week and say, I only have eight months, only have eight weeks left, and I only lost two pounds. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Because then you're going to give up. I promise you. Because the, 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 your brain is like not correlating this J curve. It's thinking that it's like this, but it's not. It's not slanted. It's a J curve. Right? You may only lose a half a pound a week, and then on the, on the, um, on the 12th, 15th, 20th week, you start losing like five pounds a week, right? So it's like because how consistent you were, and you, you might also change other ab- habits like eating habits. So avoid measurements of time, but focus more on the actions and the systems. Like we said, in F a goal, get a system. The goal is the measurement of time. So you want to lose 20 pounds in three months. That's the goal. You already set the goal. Now we're no longer focusing on the goal. We're focused on the actions that it takes every single day to accomplish the goal. That's the second step. The third action step. Affirm yourself daily. Right? Write it on your mirror in the bathroom if you have to. I remember I was going through a period where I had on my mirror it said, Day by day, in every way, I'm getting better and better. Now, on my mirror, it says, make it a great day or not, the choice is yours. So it's like, affirm yourself, whatever you need to, make sure that every day you are affirming yourself with positivity. I am worth it. I am healthy. I am fit. I am a provider for my family. I am financially free. I am Time, I am free time-wise. I am dependent, right? Whatever it is that you want for your life, affirm that every day. Because again, in order for you to be, or in order for you to become, your mind must already be. So daily affirmations is a way for your mind to become before you actually become. The quicker your mind becomes, the quicker you become, right? And then fourth, this is recommended. Fourth. Highly, highly, highly recommended that you go on a social media cleanse, right? You want to go on a social media cleanse. And I'm going to go over why you want to go over the social media cleanse. But I'm only recommending things that I've done myself. When I was trying to refocus and revamp how I thought about things and how I accomplished certain things, I went on a, how long was it? It was October, November. So October, November, one month. December. January, February. I was on a social media cleanse for four months, right? And while I was on this social media cleanse, I just learned so much about myself, so much about accomplishment. I got back into, you know, reading the book, the amount of books that I was used to reading, which was like a minimum of like one, one book a month. Right. And no, I say is recommended. Consider it mandatory, right? Like, like forget, forget that is recommended. I'm reckon, I'm only recommending it. I'm telling you it's recommended because that's what I did. Like, that's what I did. But I'm letting you know that it should be mandatory because what it does is it helps you avoid feelings of comparison at all costs. While you're in the beginning stages of this accomplishment and trying to figure out how I can get from A to B, 
there's going to be some comparison. And the more you spend, the more time you spend on social media, the more your brain is going to find people that are already doing that. And you don't know their process. You don't know what they did. And you just end up comparing yourself like, man, she was just X amount of pounds. And now all of a sudden I'm back on her social media and she got this banging body. Why can't that be me? Why can't it be me? One, we don't know how consistently we're in the gym. One, I remember there was a time where people was coming at a certain celebrity who was claiming that she had did all this and she lost all this weight and she got her body right, but she ended up getting work done. So it's like, imagine comparing yourself to somebody who got work done, but you had no intention of getting work done. You just planned on going to the gym. Like you just compared yourself to the wrong person. Not saying you should compare yourself to anybody because the only person you should compare yourself is to yourself. Compare yourself to yourself from the day before. Like, okay, this is the person you was yesterday. Are you going to be a better person today? What can you do to be a better person today? Again, it's about little things, little steps we can take today. And again, I'm going to say it. Because I don't want to tell y'all what to think. But let's walk through the thought process of why we shouldn't, like, why, like, the social media cleanse is important. And why we should just avoid comparison altogether. One, comparison is the thief of happiness. The more we compare ourselves to outside people and outside things, we don't know everything. It's like you only know what they tell you. And y'all ever heard that expression like believe half of, you know, half of what you see and none of what you hear. Like you only believe you only see what they telling you. Like you only can you only know what they tell you. So it's like, why focus on what you don't know? Like you don't know. Cause a person could like people lie numbers don't. So it's like, why are we going based off of what people are telling us on social media? All right. Like, it, it, like even if they have good intentions and they tell you the things that they actually did, like I could tell you right that, um, I got on the social media cleanse and it did all this, right. You can hear me say that, but still just try it out for yourself and see if it works for you. Like I'm not telling you like, I'm not telling you like you got to do it. I say it was mandatory, but at the end of the day, it's your life. I'm not you. I'm not you. I can't live life for you. I'm living life for myself. So just try it, figure out, see if it works for you. But again, comparison is the thief of happiness. So the more you compare yourself, your process, anything right to anybody else and anything else, like the valley just gets deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper. Cause you spend all this time comparing, but not enough time acting, doing what it takes. You are your own competition. You are your own competition. You are competing to be the better version of yourself than you were the day before. So my pro tip for today is going to be delete social media apps off your phone. Not saying you got to deactivate your accounts, delete it off your phone. Make it harder for you to get on social media where you got to, you can only get on social media through the web browser. And you got to log in every single time. Delete it. So you find it hard. Right? Out of sight, out of mind is what we say. If it's out of sight, it's out of mind, we end up spending less time on it. That's what I actually did. I just deleted it off my phone. And next thing I know, it was like a it was like a hassle getting on social media, especially Instagram on the web browser. I was just like, eh, I don't feel like typing in the password. I don't feel like typing in my username. Let me just enjoy this bathroom break or whatever the case may be, right? Delete it off your phone, see what happens. So with that being said, guys, as always, I just want to say thank you for just listening to me rant sometimes. 
giving me feedback on how I can improve, giving me topics that you really want to hear that you think will be helpful for you. Continue to do that. And the best way to do that is by looking down in the show notes and you see that part where it says submit a voice memo. Leave me some voice messages. Even if you're just saying, hey, shout out to you. You're listening to the Million Dollar Mind. Just let me know you are here with me and you are rocking with the show. That's all I really want to hear. But also, if you got feedback, suggestions, topics, and recommendations, I also want to hear that too because that's how we get better. And that's how we are like literally the top five. Well, and we're in the top fifth percentile globally ranked of all podcasts and the number one podcast in passion and attraction because of me actually taking the things that you say. Right. It doesn't go in vain. You leave that voice memo. I'm going to hear it and I'm going to immediately snap, implement it. I'm going to act on it. That's just the type of person that I'm that I am. So with that said, guys, just remember to keep focused, build momentum and drive results so that you one day soon, very, very soon can live abundantly. My name is Kai Speaks and this is the Mean Dog Mind Podcast. Have you ever wondered how you can lead and influence others while developing yourself? Has getting out of your comfort zone been a challenge for you? And are you looking to create better communication skills with others to become an impactful leader? If you answered yes to any one of these questions, then Kai's new book, Lead from the Front, is perfect for you. It's a lesson on being true to yourself while being genuine to others. To pre-order your copy today, visit www.kiyspeaks.com. That's www.kiyspeaks.com.